0: Welcome to Day 7 of the 21-Day Weight Loss Challenge. Today we're going to do a deeper dive into plant-based eating and all the benefits. So everyone understands plant-based diet means fruits, vegetables, beans, whole grains, nuts, and seeds. But why should you be consuming those foods beyond the benefits of, of course, fiber and helping things move along your GI system there's some other things I'd like to pull out um, that maybe you weren't aware of if you're new to a plant-based diet. And of course, many of you are because um, you've been reading all sorts of data, following lots of amazing physicians who share their not only their talents, um, but also all of their wisdom regarding whole food, plant-based diet, looking at the research and espousing that in a way that's easy to digest as a, as a regular person. So... What we're going to focus today on, like I mentioned, is the health benefits of the plant-based diet. So, first of all, there's heart health, right? So, one of the most significant benefits of the plant-based diets is its positive impact of our hearts. And studies have shown that following a plant-based diet can lower the risk of developing heart disease. And this is attributed to the low levels of saturated fats, which can of course affect the bad cholesterol or LDL, uh, low sodium. And removing animal products that also come along with the cholesterol and saturated fats. And of course, we focus on whole foods. We're removing those ultra-processed foods, foods that have chemicals that we can't actually one comprehend or even state without some advanced chemical degree. So and understanding that also the high fiber also helps um, plants play a crucial role in reducing cholesterol levels. Weight management, so plant-based diets are very effective for the weight loss and maintaining a healthy weight. So plant-based foods are typically lower in calories and higher in fiber, of course, compared to animal products, and that leads to increased satiety and reduced caloric intake, which over the long course will help you maintain and lose weight or lose and maintain weight. And then, of course, that makes it much easier if you don't have to count Calories meticulously, but as you get closer to your weight loss goals, or if you're struggling, calorie counting could be a beneficial thing to do. And there is a component of the handout that describes in detail and a general ballpark calculation what you should be aiming for for yourself to see a healthy calorie intake, still being able to support any of the activities that you have, but also see some significant weight loss over time, as long as there's consistency. Uh, Of course, also we have a reduced risk of type 2 diabetes, right? So adopting a plant-based diet can reduce the risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Um, It has a lower glycemic index, which helps stabilize your blood sugars, plus the fiber aids in blood sugar regulation. And I truly understood the value of A plant-based diet and reversing diabetes when one of my patients, we had to stop 60 units of insulin in 72 hours. That was 12 years ago. And ever since then, I'm very, very cautious on how we approach a plant-based diet with my diabetics and do a lot of education around the need to maintain and monitor blood sugars and manage medications appropriately, pull them back as necessary. It's much easier to add more medications than to subtract medication when someone is running with low blood sugar. For example, someone takes too much insulin because now they become more insulin sensitive, that can be very dangerous and it can be life-threatening. So if you or someone you know is considering a whole food plant-based diet and you're diabetic or you have a history of hypertension, These are the two categories of medications that need to be monitored very closely. So you need to be checking your blood pressure before and after medications, because let's say that you check your blood pressure before you take your medications, and it's 120 over 80, which is fantastic. We'd like to see your blood pressures consistently under that. If you're seeing that and you're feeling pretty good, that's a call to your doctor say, hey, do I really need to continue this medication? Because if you take it, The the medication doesn't care what your numbers are. It just does its thing in the body. So what that's going to do is potentially lower your blood pressure to be too low. You have risk of passing out and some other things. So that's not a good thing. The same thing holds true for diabetes. So if you are transferring your diet to a whole food plant-based diet from a standard American diet specifically, and you start losing a significant amount of weight, and all these things start changing in the body, but you're keeping the same amount of medication, you're going to probably over-medicate yourself to the point you become what we call hypoglycemic, or you risk running very low blood sugars, which can be very, very dangerous and also life-threatening. if you're a type 1 diabetic who is embracing a whole food plant-based diet, you will also notice that your need over time, especially if you were insulin resistant to begin with, uh, your need of certain amounts of insulin will decrease over time. You obviously will still need insulin, but you may find that you don't need um, as much. Sometimes we'll see a 25 to 50% decrease depending on the person. So again, just please keep those things in mind. And if you have someone in your home who is partaking in your foods that you maybe you're preparing and they are diabetic or hypertensive, please share these warnings with them as well. wanted to throw that out there. Um, Also, there's some interesting studies around cancer prevention. So, certain studies suggest that a plant-based diet may decrease the risk of certain types of cancer, particularly colon, breast, and prostate cancers. Really interesting research around prostate cancers, for example, from Dr. Dean Ornish going back decades. Um, The protective effect is due to the high levels of antioxidants, phytochemicals, and then the lower levels of carcinogens typically found in plant-based foods. You also, of course, get improved digestion health, right? So the high fiber content in plant-based diet is not only good for your heart and metabolic health, but also for your digestive system. So fiber aids in maintaining that healthy gut microbiome and promotes regular bowel movements, which are really crucial preventing digestive disorders. Enhanced mental health. um, Really interesting story about a patient who had several patients and overall you will see a decreased inflammation in the brain. So there is this gut-brain access that we need to discuss when we are talking to people who have a history of mental health issues or depression or anxiety in particular. What you may find is that they need less medication or they may need no medication. One other thing I'd like to also point out is that women, uh, in particular, as you enter from ages 20 into your thirties, into your forties and fifties, the amount of antidepressants actually doubles. So there may be also some discussion that need to be occurring with your doctor around menopause and perimenopause. And what are those hormonal things going on in your body? So medication, uh, antidepressant may not be the right choice. Of course, we always embrace lifestyle changes, but there may need a discussion around if someone is a proper candidate, for some type of menopause hormone therapy. So I always just want to point that out. Um, Having been, being a woman in her mid fifties, I'm really understanding and trying to embrace education to women that we need to discuss this. And it's an important factor in our lives. So many challenges for women as they enter this phase into their life. And there's such an array of symptoms that sometimes they just feel like they're going crazy, but I get off the topic a little bit, but anyway, the mental health piece is so important. I've certainly seen patients who've had improvement of anxiety and depression, uh, schizophrenia, uh, bipolar disorder, all sorts of things. But I've also had patients who consume a very healthy whole food plant-based diet that still require medications. So there's no shame in needing medications, but we should be embracing all the activities that we can to enhance our health so we need less of them. Um, environmental benefits of course right so though not a direct health benefit it's worth noting that a plant-based diet is more sustainable has a lower environmental impact and compared uh, to diets high in animal products and then by choosing the plant-based diet you're reducing greenhouse gas emissions deforestation and water usage and of course if (laughs) the ethical side of it for me I started just because Patients had such a great improvement. I didn't have any health issues per se But over the course of the last 12 years being on a whole food plant-based diet. I certainly embraced animal the animal ethics piece of this so the vegan uh, Movement in that has certainly been now a bigger part of my life And I think that is a very common story for people who transition to a plant-based diet for health reasons so How do we get started on a whole food plant-based diet, right? So you just start gradually or you can go all in, but just maybe start by increasing certain amounts of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, and seeds in your diet, right? Um, The really important legumes, can never forget legumes, but maybe replace meat with the plant-based proteins like lentils, beans, tofu, or tempeh. Maybe experiment with a variety of recipes and flavors to keep it interesting and flavorful. Um, There's such a plethora of health benefits. I mean, We can't not know that the eating plant-based foods is so good for you, but many people kind of get stuck at the starting gate because they're just not sure, like, how do I begin? And if you just sit back and think you're probably already eating a lot of plant foods, but just how can you up the nutritional value of those, make it a little bit healthier and then replace maybe a component of a recipe, like I mentioned, the meat or something with maybe a legume or tofu or tempeh. So, In the handout that goes along with the 21-Day Weight Loss Challenge, you will see a very simple lentil soup recipe just to get some ideas going. You know, you throw in some vegetables like carrots and uh, onions, maybe some uh, celery, some tomatoes, different things, some different spices that you like. Very, very simple and easy to put in the refrigerator and use as leftovers. Of course, getting now to the writing piece of this, which is I really feel that makes this challenge different than many other challenges that you may have partaken in or heard about, is I really want people to sit back and take time to reflect. So I think in our busy, hurried life that we never sit down and just kind of allow our minds to wander and reflect and think how we want to continue living our lives, right? So we need to be present in the moment, of course, with with our loved ones and what we're doing, but we also need to be present with ourselves on a day-to-day basis sitting back and thinking about, you know, our responses to things. Um, Maybe before we, you know, have a judgment on something, maybe sitting back and going, why am I feeling this in my my body, in my chest, in my mind, in my heart right now? You know, just sitting back and it could be a judgment on starting a whole food plant-based diet or, you know, starting a new exercise program, or maybe it's a judgment about someone else and what they're doing in their lives. Just a time to sit back and reflect. And you still may sit back And go through kind of a checklist of things, but at least you're making a mindful uh, opinion or choice. Again, I really wanted to help you understand why I feel it's so very important to use the journaling aspect of the day-to-day challenge to really enhance your journey during this three weeks. And today, um, I really want to speak about relationship with food and When we reflect on relationship with food in our journal, we might have a few prompts. Um, First of all, let's talk about food choices, right? So how do your food choices reflect your health goals or emotional state? Are we being pulled towards that broccoli (laughs) or that salad? Or are we always being pulled towards maybe the ultra-processed foods that gives us that really immediate dopamine hit and a little bit of, you know, after a struggle or an emotional upset? Just some things to think about there. And then maybe think about another prompt to be plant-based diet perceptions, right? So what are your thoughts and feelings about the plant-based diet before and after, let's say, cooking the recipe or engaging in a conversation with someone about, you know, your dietary choices? What Are there any fears or hesitations or concern about telling someone that you eat a whole food plant-based diet? Are you concerned about being judged or ostracized from your social circles? These are really important things to think about, and then maybe how you feel like about navigating them. I have patients who really, really struggle with this because they know that they want to embrace a whole food plant based diet for their overall health, but they struggle to understand the social implications for them. It's really hard, and the struggle can be absolutely real. But again, it's all about the perception. I think sometimes we worry that people are going to judge us, and they really don't really care as much as we think th- as we think they do. Right? We're very good about worrying about things that aren't ever going to evolve into a problem uh, at all. So I think it'd be worth just thinking about that. And if you notice that you start going down a rabbit hole of concern and worry, just stop there and pull back a minute and say, now why am I going down this? Why am I feeding into my worry cycle or my anxiety cycle? Another thing that might be worth writing about is satisfaction levels, right? So how satisfied did you feel about, for example, it's eating the lentil soup that we just uh, discussed about the simple recipe compared to your usual meals? How did you feel afterwards? Do you have more energy? Did you sleep better? Um, anything change at all? And the other things include, you know, describing challenges and enjoyments. So what challenges and enjoyments do you find in plant-based cooking and eating? Are you struggling with certain recipes? Uh, cooking multiple meals for family, the communication with uh, a spouse or colleagues. Really, really important to start sitting down and thinking about the challenges so that when they come, you already have a solution in hand, and it makes it much easier to go into a situation understanding that you have an arsenal or some tools in your toolbox to deal with any obstacles that might come up in, in any scenario. And then, of course, your future intentions. So how do you see plant-based meals fitting into your diet moving forward? Is this something that you'll be going wholeheartedly in, like whole fruits, veggies, beans, whole grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds, every single meal of every single day and excluding animal products and ultra-processed foods to the best of your ability? Or do you feel like you're just going to, you know, do it for these three weeks and stop or maybe you'll do one meal a day? be really curious to see um, what you guys think about that. So... There's day 7's challenge and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.